You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. You, you feel this this nervousness on the phone there? Sir, I've been trying to make an urgent phone call up there. Well, I don't think it's something I want to do on an overseas phone. You got to make some phone calls. Hang up the phone. Prank caller. Prank caller. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Packernet After Dark. I am your host and fanalist and all that. Today should be fun. I think today is going to be a lot of fun. Tomorrow, tomorrow is really going to be fun. Today is when you guys get to have fun. Tomorrow I get to have some fun. And I think tomorrow is going to be the first time ever. We'll see how it goes. Probably the first time ever where I'm just going to jump straight into laughing at the enemy. Because I'm freaking fired up. I, I, I want to do a four-hour receipt-pulling marathon. I don't think I'm going to. I'm not, I'm not saying what I'm doing. I'm telling you what I want to do. And I'm just sad that we have a game coming up next week and are going to have to, at some point, turn our attention to the Lions. Because if I could do seven days of laughing at the Vikings, I would. I would do a full episode on Paul Allen, full episode on this ESPN freaking clowns. Just right down the line. Obviously, it would be a two-parter to, uh, you know, replay, like, all the live streamers. That'd be a two-parter for sure. But anyways, um, I think what I'm going to do today is focus on calls that came in around the time of the game, at least. So, for example, we're not going to do any Saturday calls. I do a po- hey, You know what? You know what? We only have three. Let's just do it. Let's do it. Let's try to go fast. We got a lot of calls, so let's get started. Um, plus, new callers go first. We have a new caller, and he called in yesterday. So uh, we'll do that. We'll do the other two from yesterday, and we're just going to rock and roll. But I'm, I'm so fired up. Just be thankful I have some kind of a voice today. Ryan, hello. It's Daniel from Milwaukee. I'm hey. a big bike fan, and so uh, usually during the border battle week, I'll, I'll check in on... Uh, your podcast let's kind of see what you guys have to say i uh i think the whole fraud narrative is is probably probably true to some degree um i think the one thing though is that the vikings i don't know they they probably just will give you a close game i guess i guess is, is my feeling on that um would it be nice to daniel but that's it. That's where I draw the line. Nobody else Nobody else is getting nice treatment. If I were to look at some sort of statistic, I mean, you, you, you break down a lot of these a lot better than I do, but other than turnovers in a game, I mean, third down is probably uh, one of the biggest things. So I think this game will really come down to who converts on third down and, and who gets off the field on third down. Uh, thanks for everything this week with all the coverage. It was yeah. fun driving to work and um, – you know, having having you troll me and the Vikes fans and getting all triggered in my car and go, no, we're not frauds. Um, but uh, I hope you have a happy New Year and I'll Thank be you. on the other side of this uh, on the other side of this uh, game at Lambeau here. Have a good one. Well, Daniel, I I apologize on behalf of everything Green Bay Packers. I apologize for myself. I doubt you're listening. I wouldn't. If you're listening up to this point, stop. It's going to get bad. It's only going to get worse from here. But I appreciate the perspective. I really do uh, appreciate the call. And um, to be clear, nobody saw that coming. As much as I'm going to act like we all did and just smash everybody right in the face, nobody saw that coming. At the end of the day, I said four-point win. 
sure as heck wasn't a four-point win, was it? So I concluded we'd win, but I did think, I, I think everybody thought it would come down to the wire. So, um, yeah, man, appreciate the call. Let's go to Dan. Hey, Ryan. Uh, just listening to uh, today's podcast, and, yeah, the, the big arguments everyone's saying, like, especially the most recent one, the Packers barely beat the Dolphins. They got handed that game. Okay, so what, what's, the, what's the one thing that the Viking everyone's praising the Vikings for? Oh, right, they're 11-0 and 0 in one-score games. So all of their, like, most of their wins are close games. They're barely winning these games. They're being gifted these games. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> That's all I got for you, buddy. Thank you. It is, it is a little interesting, isn't it? It's funny how, depending on what our priors are, for example, if you're a person on a television channel that believes the Packers are legit and the Packers are a joke, you probably will think that the Vikings are gritty. Gritty. <laughs> Brings back memories. And the Packers are frauds. But, um, you know, that, that, was, that was the one thing I thought of as this game was going on, was all the times that the Packers, every single time one of those interceptions happened, I thought, gee, I wonder if Cousins is concussed. Man, I, I, I wonder what's going on. Because I was told the Packers beat the fraudulent Chicago Bears and the joke uh, L.A. Rams, and then they only beat the Dolphins because they got some picks because of a concussion. But I, I, it's weird because somebody said something about like 12 interceptions in, uh, in four games, 12 turnovers in four games. That's weird. I thought they only had three against the Dolphins. Why, why are they saying 12? Are they getting that wrong? Is that wrong? I think they're wrong because they only got three because Tua was concussed. Not 12, right? 12 in four games? That's not true. It was just one game, three interceptions, concussed Tua. I think that's, I think that's what it was. Just three. Right, guys? I think that's what it was. Hey, Ryan. Hey. Joe hey, Joe. How's it going? How's it going, bud? Good. How are you? So, New Year's Eve. Yeah. Uh, I figured I'd give one last call to the Packers Net Podcast. For the year 2022, which is the year was established, the after dark part of it. Yeah, so congratulations on that. It seems to be pretty successful as you're able to put out an episode almost every day. So yeah. thanks for the extra content. I sure. um, uh, just wanted to have, definitely say thank you. Want to touch on uh, touch on something? So yeah, Joe Janner. Um, about that job being offered a maintenance technician job, to be honest with you, um, I, in a different life, I used to be a lineman. Uh, yeah, used nice. to work on the lines, used to go out and uh, fix all that sort. Pretty yeah. much high voltage electrician. Um, Got it. Made really good money, great job. And um, I met my wife about, I don't know, Whatever. How long have you been married? Fuck. Yeah. Met her a while ago, um, and she didn't like the job after a couple of years. Uh, it was very demanding. I was working a lot of holidays and weekends and pretty much any time the power went out. So um, at this point, she had finished school, and she had just landed a real sick job in law. I forget what she does, something medical malpractice or something. I don't know. 
She's a lawyer. It's a big one. Bottom line, she didn't want me to have that job, so it didn't work. I tried the stay-at-home dad thing. Didn't work out for me. Um, uh, yeah, so I pretty much pick up the easiest part-time job I can have just to get out of the house, away from the wife and kids. I got you. And to have a little bit of extra money for beer and like dirt bike parts, pretty much. So, uh... Yeah, definitely not taking that job. It had nothing to do with bettering my life. Um, I'll continue to be a Joe Janitor just because I'm pretty good with this dead-end job and make just enough money for past blues. And uh, my wife lets me run up the credit card anyway, I guess, when she's not mad at me. Uh, it's good to have a lawyer for a wife. But, uh, yeah, Packers, man. Packers play tomorrow, 4 o'clock. Super excited. Lambeau Field needs to be loud. Let's go. Get him. Shalom. Shalom. Appreciate the clarification. And again, you're not allowed to change jobs. So um, looks like we got a couple calls from Joe coming up here. Hey, what's going on? Ryan Chris from Alabama. Going on? Uh, sitting back watching the Cleveland-Washington game. Looks like Cleveland got this in the bag. Yep. So that means that Washington drops to seven, eight, and one. That means we are pretty much in the driver's seat, uh, as far as that last playoff spot. Well, I know we still got the Seattle Jets. I ain't to worry about and our game, of course. So I'm just gearing up, getting ready for this game. Feel really good about the game. I really feel like we're going to come out with a victory. Uh, it's going to be a close. Close game, as usually always is when we play in Lambo for some reason, but I feel like we're going to have a, a close, hard-fought game, come out with the victory, put ourselves in the driver's seat for that last playoff spot going into next week in Detroit. But we got about a little under an hour for the game. So I'm about to kick back, throw me a couple of cold ones back, some more <laughs> cold ones back, <laughs> and just get ready to watch this old... Vikings, Packers, rivalry once again, man, and we about to show the we about to show everybody the frauds that the Minnesota Vikings are. Go pack, go! Come out with a win today. <laughs> the first Sunday call. I don't think that could have gone any better because um, that's literally exactly what happened. Washington lost, which I didn't. I mean, I, I shouldn't say I didn't think that they would. I predicted them to. In the show, if you listen to it, I picked the. That's not even true. I picked Cleveland to cover the two points or whatever, something like that. Um, but it was going to be a close one, and then I was worried a little bit about next week in terms of. Uh, fortunately, it's it's really down to the wire who gets the number one seed. So I think they play Dallas or something. They're going to bring their A game. So I, I thought they were probably going to win, but I was a little bit worried. But um, I think at this point, the way everything's breaking. And again, everything's kind of going as it's supposed to. There's no, you know, I'm sure we're going to hear about all oh, the Packers get lucky. You know, they got another lucky break. No, it's all the the teams that are supposed to win are winning. Again, Washington, um, I think this last game was the first time a uh, underdog won, and that would be Cleveland. I think Cleveland was underdogs. I'm pretty sure. But it was only, I think, two points. But even still... With everything breaking exactly as it's supposed to and just going so smoothly, and now the Packers are playing like this, or at least the defense and special teams and, and run game. I'll, I'll leave out the quarterback-wide receiver situation, the passing game. 
But um, the way everything's breaking right now, I'm getting those same vibes that I got when the Packers played the Steelers in the Super Bowl. Where it's like, there's no way. There's no way we go through all this and then I get knocked out by the freaking Lions in Detroit at home. I, 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 listen, we might lose first round of the playoffs. There's no way we're getting knocked out of the playoffs at this point. Is there? There's no way. So I just watched Rodgers get sacked on fourth down in the start of this uh, game. Um, question, why did on third down, when we have A.J. Dillon in the game, why did we try to run a pitch I don't know. five yards in the backfield, right? I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it was second and one. And then I think we... I think we ran it twice, but yeah, one of them was a big wide zone. I don't remember what the first play was. Maybe it was a run up the middle. I don't remember. But then we tried to pitch it and didn't get it. And I think that was the one where Zadarius, that happened twice in the game, Zadarius completely unblocked. And then the next play we try to pass, and yeah, Rodgers just sprints backwards. We lose 15 freaking yards on the play. But, but let me, let's even go further, because I'm even more upset, right? I was screaming at the TV. A.J. Dillon left right at Zadarius. Yeah. And then they freaking move Alan Lazard into the goddamn right, right covering as a tight end on Bakhtiari. What the frig is wrong with Matt LaFleur? You don't cue off to the defense that you're running it to the left. A.J. Dillon can take on Zadarius for one yard. That's all we freaking needed. This defense is horrible. And you don't know how to play football against them? I am sick and tired of it. And you know what? For all the things that Aaron Rodgers does, why the hell didn't he audible out of it and just do something else? You see that ZQ'd off, that he knows the play's going his direction. He, this gets me so angry. We'll see what happens. It'll be all right, man. It'll be all right. I get, listen, the start of this game was not good. Um, the way that, you know what else is crazy? This, as far as I'm concerned, I know they scored 17 points. As far as I'm concerned, this was basically a shutout. The last two touchdowns meant nothing. Blown coverages by guys that have never played a snap in the NFL in their entire lives. Um, and then, but, but think about it. Three points. When did they get their three points? When we gave them the ball, like on the three yard line. And they didn't get a touchdown. The defense stopped them and they got a field goal out of it. That's that's it. That's the only points they got the entire game. The defense didn't allow any drive that started outside of the five yard line. They allowed zero points. I'm talking starting defense. That's ridiculous. So it's gonna be all right, Jersey Mike. So we're almost done with the first quarter. I gotta say, this is the strangest start I think I've ever seen in the game. <laughs> no kidding. Blocked punt. The holding them on, you know, first and goal, and then the interception, and then the kickoff return. Yep. It's insane. Um, oh, they just missed a field goal. Um, <laughs> it's not the last one. Say, who, who is this defense? I know I recognize the numbers. Right. Um, but they're like playing really good. They're knocking the balls out. They're they're smacking people and they catch the ball. They're swarming the ball. I mean. Hey, I'll say this. If Joe Barry can get the defense to play like this every week from now on, then we keep that fool because yep. maybe it took, I don't know, this long for them to figure it out. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, this is not the defense I'm used to looking at, wearing green and gold, you know. Uh, so uh, maybe Rodgers can 
work his magic now and score some offensive points. But, hey, I'll take the defensive and special team points any day. So, hey, go, Pat, go. Let's keep the train rolling. Let's push the Vikings down because they are so so heady. All my friends that are Vikings fans just think they are just, you know, like when they go to the bathroom, it just smells like roses. And I just <laughs> want to remind them who they are, regardless of their record. They number two in the NFC North, so go, Pat, go. That was actually my first thought, too, is if this continues – Joe Barry 100% is keeping his job. It might even be a sealed thing at this point, to be completely honest. I know it's just one game, and most fans are like, no, 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 it can't just be one game. But this is what we wanted, and my understanding is we made some pretty big adjustments on the defense, and so that's a big part of the reason why we're seeing what we're seeing. I don't know the totality of what all those adjustments are, um, but there's no question the impact that it's having. So... uh yeah, I, 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 at this point, I think Joe stays. I think Joe stays. Um, I mean, this, this is this is the defense we wanted. Now, if they completely fall off a cliff and play like garbage, and then it's definitively just one game, and it was kind of a fluke, then I don't know. But um, it's it's everything though. It's it's the scheme, it's the play calling, but it's also the guys and the intensity with which they're playing. Which again, you hate to blame the defensive coordinator for that. But you don't know where else to put it. But you know what? You got the total package right now. And so there is zero reason at this point to fire Joe Barry. And really, if you think about it, should we fire uh, Rich Bisaccia? If not, why not? Well, because the special teams is good. Well, it wasn't all year. It took a while. It took a while. It was actually really, really, really bad before they figured some stuff out. Some of the things probably took way too long to figure out, but they figured it out. And we're here now. And so now, yeah, I'm guessing nobody wants to fire Rich Bisaccia. Same with Joe Barry. Very late in the season. But if this is the defense, I, I, I have no further questions, Your Honor. So Jersey Mark Mike is calling back about almost exactly one hour later. I love this Packers defense. I love this Packers defense. Last week, I called it a miracle. This week... This ain't this ain't miracle territory. This is guys playing with their hair on fire. <laughs> Apparently, somebody's been getting the message. Apparently, Joe Barry learned that you listen to Jair Alexander. Apparently, Kenny Clark decided to show up. Apparently, Clay Walker wants to kill people. I am so stoked. By the way, by the way, I don't know if this happened yet or not, but that penalty on Clay Walker, I was so mad. And then when we got that pick, I was so happy that that happened. So happy. If 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 the penalty had no repercussions anyways, keep slamming them, dude. Like if 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 here here's something terrible, but I'm gonna say it anyways. If somebody that could see the future 100 percent said, guess what? In two plays, you're gonna get a pick. So this next play doesn't really matter what happens because in two plays. 100%, you will get a pick. I'm telling guys to go out there and just body slam people. I'm not necessarily saying headhunt. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, end people's careers. But you want to body slam a guy, late hit on the quarterback, hitting a guy out of bounds, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, just go ahead and do it. So that was best case scenario. Quay, Quay Walker body slams a guy, and then we get away with it because there's a pick on the next play. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm giddy just thinking about it again. Hey, Aaron Rodgers still sucks. Let's <laughs> see <laughs> what happens in second half. I don't want to get too excited because the Vikings have done some crazy oh. things this season, but if this defense can continue to play with this ferocity, I don't think there's a single team that could beat us going into these playoffs. I really do not. Just going to temper my expectations. <sighs> go, Pat, go. Yeah, I... um. It, it's so weird because I'm I, I in my mind I'm like I think Rodgers had another bad day, but it's almost like I don't even remember the offense doing it. Like I remember a bunch of run plays, and I don't remember anything else. Rodgers threw for 159 yards, so that might explain why I don't really remember any passes because there almost weren't any. 15 completions on 24 attempts for 159 yards and a touchdown. Um, that's kind of awful, but. Uh, yeah, I don't uh I just I don't really even remember. And now most of the things I do remember are negative, probably just by virtue of the fact that they're negative. So I don't want to just outright declare that it was a bad day because I don't know, maybe I go back and watch me like, eh, it wasn't actually as bad as I remembered it being." But I do remember being very frustrated. He could not could not hit Christian Watson to save his life. And I know the one was kind of a drop, but it was also underthrown and if he just threw it better, then we wouldn't have had to worry about him slowing down and the defender being in his face, he overthrew him, I think, twice. Just It just feels like the last couple of weeks, every single throw is off. And a lot of them are getting caught. And, and I tell you what, I'm beyond annoyed. Like the, the throw that went over Aaron Jones, where Aaron Jones jumped as high and reached as far as he possibly could, and he couldn't even get his fingertips on the ball. And Romo, who is like the worst announcer in the history of the world, everything he says is stupid. I like Romo, but everything he says is like, you are just dumb. He's like, what a great throw from Rodgers. Like, are you out of your mind? In what you, I mean, I know you're a quarterback, but in what universe do you overthrow a guy and it's a great throw? So I don't know. I, um, that second half last week was beautiful. The first half last week was, like I said, probably the worst I've seen Rodgers this year. One of the worst I've seen, you know, ever-ish. This whole game was somewhere in between. But it was definitely closer to the first half. At the very least, again, very few times in this game are you watching this going, only Aaron Rodgers could do that. Most of the time you're looking at it going, pretty much anybody can do that, and I'm pretty sure most could do a little bit better. Why are so many passes so far behind everybody? Why does everybody have to slow down and like reach in their back pocket to get all these balls? It's just weird. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Hey, Ryan. It's Joe the janitor. Hey, Joe. Oh, man. The Packers are winning. 27-3 to at halftime. You know, I don't want to jinx us, but this is looking pretty good. Screw the Vikings. Shalom. Shalom. Every time you call and I say, hey, Joe, I think about um, Jimi Hendrix. Hey, Joe. Well, it's halftime. Mason just nailed that 56 daughter. That what is up with that? Uh, I tell you, they just look, the defense looks like the Buccaneers a couple of years ago. They yes. were just smacking Stifling. them, hitting them with the line of scrimmage. I tell you what, Walker, he is really coming to his own. I can't believe that another Packer podcaster, I forget his name, was saying how he was a bust, like a bust pick. And this is his first year. And That's I tell so weird. you, he's, he looks. A lot bigger than some of the guys in. Well, I, I forgot how big Walker was, but uh, man, I tell you, 
the defense is just smacking them in the face. Let's keep this up the second half. Let's put our foot on their neck. Score another 25 points. Go Packers. I feel like that's about what they did, too, didn't they? Something like that. Oh, man. It's halftime. I mean, if this is the Packers team we're going to have, I mean, it's feeling more and more like 2010. Yeah. I know that's very unlikely still, but that's just, it's getting more and more feeling that way. I mean, we have not. Well, cons- listen, fair enough. However, it's, I would say, as unlikely that we're sitting where we are today, considering where we were after what? I mean, what, what, when were we at our, our, our lowest? I mean, I almost want to say it was like after Washington. I know you could say it would be after Detroit, clearly, because that's when we went to our worst part of three and six. But somewhere in that range, um, I mean, losing, we didn't lose, but almost losing to the Patriots was brutal. Losing to the Giants was bad. Losing to the Jets was bad. Losing to Washington was bad. Uh, Buffalo was expected. And then Detroit was bad. Um, but I don't know exactly when the lowest point would be. But, but think about how low we were. Like, it's, it's, it's done. It's completely over. The odds that we're going to turn this around, even though clearly we're not eliminated, the odds that we're not going to get eliminated, they, they may as well have been zero. And right now the Packers are 5-2 and two in their last seven games. But... but from that point, what's more likely? That we turn it around and get to where we are now? We're not in the playoffs yet, but that we turn it around and get to where we are now? Or that we can be a good enough team to make a run in the playoffs? I don't know. I don't know. Played a game like this all year, and I don't even know that we played a game like this last year. Like, I mean, this is the Packers of old where we beat up a team in the first half and it'll probably end up getting closer by the end. Cause that's what we, that's what we do. But you know, we haven't jumped out to a lead like this. I don't know when I can remember, but the best thing is seeing Justin Jefferson throwing hissy fits on the sideline. Yeah. I mean, he was so mad he couldn't see and almost slammed his helmet into a referee and he would have got himself ejected. He but, hit him. You know, keep him on the field. Cause he can't, he, he's so used to playing in a dome. He can't get his footing anyway, so he can't stand upright. Um, shut them down right now. Hopefully the game goes this way. The rest of the game, I'm hoping, you know, 54 to 10 finish. That sounds pretty good to me. Um, all right, go back, go. Not super far off. Yeah, I mean, it, it really just goes to show how important defense and special teams really are. I mean, I'm sitting here saying the offense wasn't that good. Look at the score. This is the most dominant performance we've seen pretty much all year from a points standpoint or and to your point maybe last year and who knows how long ago since we've seen this many points when was the last time Rodgers threw for this few of yards and I made this point another time too where there's really not a high correlation between a ton of yards and a ton of points as weird as that sounds you go back and find some of the highest scoring games from the Packers Rodgers throws very few yards I don't know how that works but it does somehow but 41 points and Rodgers threw for less than 160 yards. I mean, we've been talking for a while about how do you need an Aaron Rodgers these days? Is that what you need to win in in the NFL? I mean, the Bears, I mean, I know they haven't won in a long time, but they they feel like they're starting to hit some kind of a stride. But, But Fields hasn't improved as a passer at all. They're running the ball better and their defense is looking better. Fields is maybe worse than ever. What he threw for, 15 yards this past game? 
literally 75 yards. <laughs> I know it was 41 to 10, but I'm just saying it's a, it doesn't matter. Rodgers threw for double and we got 41. So it's the second least amount that he's thrown this year. I'm stunned. This is his fifth game this year for less than 200 yards. I guess I'm not stunned, but it's just shocking to see how low that is. I guess he had four last year. I mean, two of them were pretty close. 195, 184. 2020 was just two under 200 yards. But also there's the 300 yard. One, two, three, four, five, six games of 300 or more yards. And one of them was 296. One of them was 295. One was 291. One was 290. Literally half the season was 290 or higher. This year, zero games of 300. One at 291. But yeah, I mean, it just, when the defense and special teams are, are, are able to do what they're doing, because, and, and special teams isn't just, well, yeah, when you can get a, a touchdown on special teams, it's field position. And I've, I feel like I'm saying this daily at this point, but I don't know why field position isn't given a much uh, higher position of care relative to every other position that we draft for. I mean, forget the touchdowns. If Keyshawn Nixon gets you to midfield, if he gets you to the 40, on average. Do you know how unbelievably beneficial that is and, and, and a leg up compared to every other team? And it's the same for coverage. If it's 25 or shorter every single time, especially if you have real good coverage, you kick it down to the one, you stop them at like the 15, 20. We haven't been doing that, but, but how valuable is that to force them to drive? You know, if they have to drive 80 and you have to drive 60, that's obviously going to help. But yeah, I mean, defense and special teams, man, unbelievably important and running the ball well. I, th- I still think we need to improve in the passing game a little bit. We've got to be more consistent, and it's everything. The, the blocking, the throwing, the catching, the route running, the play calling, the whole nine yards. It's very clunky and disorganized and stupid looking. Um, but everything else is looking on point. And the most important things, defense, special teams, and running the ball really well, winning in the trenches. This is all playoff stuff. So I'm pretty excited. What's going on, Ryan? It's Chris, Chris from, from Alabama, Alabama, man. Man, oh man, <laughs> What's up, oh dude? man, oh man. It is time, <laughs> time, and I am feeling <laughs> lovely. I am feeling so lovely right oh, now, man. That's the best description of how I've been feeling all day. I can't even tell you. I made Swedish pancakes for breakfast. That's like a staple. My grandma used to make that. It was like the biggest treat in the world. She would mass produce Swedish pancakes for me and my cousins and everybody. And we'd load those things up with like fruit. And then you roll it up. And then you put uh, powdered sugar and whipped cream on it. I made that for the kids. I suck at it, but I made it. It was a big treat. And then we made steaks for the Packer game. At halftime, we had steaks, so it was steaks. I, I know I should have been rooting against the Bears, but I wasn't. I wanted the Bears to lose miserably, and they did. They sucked. That was beautiful. I, uh, my, dude, my, my picks, go look at my picks from Sunday. I, I made so far 13 predictions are done. I hit on 11 of them. And one of them that I missed, I didn't realize Jalen Hurts wasn't playing. So crushed that made a little bit of money. And by a little bit, I mean a little bit, cause I didn't bet very much, but still great day. Packers obliterate the Vikings every single, and all I can do is sit here and shake with excitement, thinking about a week of laughing at the enemy and laughing at ESPN and laughing at every other idiot. Thinking about, I can't wait to find the Paul Allen clips that are out there somewhere. Video clip of Zadarius sprinting off the field after the game. I'm feeling lovely is just the absolute best way. I, 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 me and my son were both like having a losing our voices competition to see who could scream the loudest and lose our, uh, 
our voices. What an unbelievably good day. This is, this is the best Sunday of the year, and it's not close. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. The only thing that I got to say that could be an improvement Offense got to tighten up just a little bit. But yep. for the most part, offense, defense, special teams, yeah. everybody's playing good. Yep. We can't handle more block punts. We can't handle more block punts. Right. But I am oh so satisfied. If we play like this, if we get into the tournament, yep. Man, the sky is the limit, man. I am very, very pleased on what's going on right now. I am very, very, very pleased <laughs> on what's going on right now. Keyshawn Nixon, my God. Oh, man. Finally got that touchdown, man. I knew he was going to get it. He finally got it. Well, it's, it's so funny, too, because we're like, oh, finally he got it. He just started being a kick returner. And then it was just last week he got 95, and it's like, oh, he got robbed. And then he got a touchdown. I was like, oh, finally. It's like it just took him like one extra week to get it. <laughs> I, I can't understand the Keyshawn Nixon thing. I just refuse to believe he's as good as he is because it seems impossible. How could he be this good? And every single week he gets better. I don't get it. Man, I'm, I just I want to get to next week. I'm not waiting. I'm going to do laughing at the enemy, a bunch of them, and when I'm done, when I'm exhausted, I'm going to go into a coma, and I want you to wake me up for the Lions game. I'm ready. I'm ready right now. Put them back on the field. Fly the Vi- the Lions out. Let's do this right now. Man, everything is good, but the game is not over yet. We oh, must finish the job. It's over. Handle our business. Win against Detroit after we take care of business today. And head to the playoffs and anything can happen, man. Go pack, go, man. I'll talk to you after the second half. I love that it's not even it's, – it's just half. I was nervous at halftime. Like, man, the Vikings came back last time. We'll see what comes out. If you're that excited at halftime, I cannot wait to hear from Chris uh, when the game's over. <laughs> Ryan, it's Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Um, Kenny Clark just – Tapped up and took the ball away and gave it back to us. I am calling in now to just say, okay, okay, you don't have to get your sensor button ready. You almost did, but I held it back. But wow. Um, Here's here's the thing. Here's the cogent thing that I want to say. If our defense and our special teams keeps doing this, 
all we need is our offense to like be normal. Like they just have to not screw it up. I think I can say that. Um, and I trust Rogers to do that. I still trust him to do that. Yeah. Without the pressure of having to overcome a special team that is sinking us in a defense that can't stand up to anybody. Um, game's about to come back on and let's go. Probably be calling back later. Go back. Go. I love that you guys call and I relive this stuff. Because the Vikings were, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, halftime's over. You're still feeling kind of good, but the offense still kind of sucks. And then the defense starts moving, or the, the Vikings start moving. They get into a little rhythm. It's like, oh, come on, man. And you kind of like that at least the Vikings are making them bleed down the field, and it's taking them a while to get down there. And it's like, all right, at least they're chewing up some clock. And, you know, the third quarter's kind of getting plucked. But, you know, we can't really just live on the clock. we got to get stops. we got to score, et cetera, et cetera. And then Kenny Clark does that, and, man, I freaking lost it. Oh, this defense. Oh, this defense. Oh, this defense. Man, I, I the chills do not stop. They have not stopped since I started this podcast. Since I've been watching the Packer game, they haven't stopped. Still the fourth quarter, man. There's still game to go, but we're we're looking to score some more points here. <laughs> 34 to 3. Man, it's so great to watch this beat up on Minnesota. And and uh, hey, I'm telling you, all your talk this week. I'm sure you're so stoked about it. I'm yep. sure you're freaking out right now, screaming at the TV. Yes, Just like I am, screaming. buddy. Oh, what a great game. Hey, <laughs> we win against Detroit. Everybody's got to be scared of us. Yep. Crazy. What a crazy season, man. What a crazy season. Go Pack Go. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm going to have to put in some serious hours this week because I not only am going to be pulling or, or just looking at new clips, I need to go back and find the old clips, and find out who these people are, because you know I'm bad with names. I want names, and then I want them, I'm going to dig and find those specific people and find out what they're saying, because I can't wait to find out what their excuse is now. Literally laughing at the Packers, laughing at the idea that the Packers are anything other than garbage. Just like, are you serious? You actually think they're... Oh... Oh, I'm going to make it hurt. Hey, Ryan, this is Terrell from Virginia. Hey. I noticed on the penalty when Rogers caught the Minnesota. Yes. Uh, too many men on the field, and yep. Robert Tunney missed the pass. Right before that, was a running play, and the Darius pushed Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones got up to the Darius to say something. The Darius pushed him. I haven't seen the Darius back on the field after that play. So huh. if you see something, let me know. Thank you. Bye. So I, I got to be honest, I, I didn't see specifically that. I'll try to go back and say, I remember it's probably the same play, actually. I just didn't notice that part of it. There was one where he kind of like pushed him while he's on the ground and like smacked the ball away. And I remember thinking that and being like, listen, I, I understand like being competitive. But I don't know how you do that to Aaron Jones, especially a guy that shared a locker room with that guy for so long to do that to Aaron Jones. You know, I mean, we're we're talking dirty. I'm not t- like, listen, if he's if if he's running down the field, light him up. I get it. That's that's football, but like playing dirty and doing BS like that to freaking Aaron Jones, like, th- and and this is the thing, like he he's become like the ultimate villain. Like he is just a straight up scumbag. He was like the nicest, coolest guy on the defense. Like just everybody loves Zadarius, and he was good to everybody. And all of a sudden, it's like it just it just went dark. You know, he like he went over to the dark. I mean, literally, he went to the dark side. Not only going to to the Vikings, but on top of that, now just being a complete dirt ball. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's up with that, but I did see what he did on the ground. And then I, I had heard that as soon as the game is over, all the Vikings went out on the field, they're shaking hands and everything else. So Darius ran straight into the locker room. He didn't want to. So, and, and, and that's the thing, man, it was toxic. It was straight up toxic, and that has everything to do with why we we got rid of Zadarius and why all the drama happened and all that stuff. There was a lot of stuff going on, and it it goes deeper than. And you can still hear it when you ask when uh, people ask about Zadarius, they don't want to talk about Zadarius. Like it's 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 bad. Whatever happened? Hey Ryan, it's Craig. Hey Craig, I'm at the <laughs> uh, uh, the game. Oh nice. Nine minutes left to play. Awesome game. One of the best ones I've ever seen at oh, Lambeau. Oh, man. No kidding. But go Pack Go, baby. We're going to be a little scary. Take care. Oh, we're scary. All right. Oh, man. And and listen, I'm, I'm, I'm always going to be that guy that's like, is it real, though? But is it real, though? Like, that defense, can, can you, is that us from now on? Like, we're not going to get that many takeaways. So what, what part of that is real? I don't know. Like, is the coverage, is the ball hawkiness, is it the adjustments that made us good? Are we going to be better? Are we going to be worse? Is it like, you know, because if the defense takes a couple steps back from that and the offense doesn't take a step forward, we're kind of just being that team that doesn't really belong in the playoffs again. But if the defense stays at that level and the offense takes a step forward, we are literally up there with anybody in the playoffs. We can compete. I'm not saying better than, but we're on that tier with the Chiefs and the Bills and the 49ers and all those teams, and you can sort them how you want, but we belong on that tier. By the way, speaking of tiers, we are the best team in the NFC North right now. I I understand. Yeah, congratulations, Vikings. Hang your stupid, idiotic purple banner that you won the North. You are not the best team in the NFC North. The Green Bay Packers are the best team. The Lions are the second best team. The Vikings are the third best team. So that's just the way it is. When I just saw perusing the Twitters that Zadarius also refused to shake hands. So that's great. We're 40 minutes in? Dang. All right. Brian, Chris from Alabama. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> 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 oh, I had a laugh one time, man. 41 to 10, pure domination of the Minnesota Vikings. I emphasis Queens. Front. Got to correct you. It wasn't 41-10. It was 41-3. Um, well, technically 41-17, but the last two touchdowns don't count. So 41-3, uh, I think, is the correct score garbage team <laughs> they are so gone. trash <laughs> so what's that point differential at now 41 to 10 the most complete game of the season by far on all three sides of the football there is no debate we came out and we dominated <laughs> Those clowns. <laughs> I like how you became oh, a wrestling announcer. So oh, man. What's it, what, <laughs> the, what, what everybody got to say now? What everybody got to say now, Ryan? What are they going to say? Right, we're going to find out tomorrow. Too much because they can't say, oh, where the Packers inked out of victory. No, that ain't what happened. <laughs> oh, well, you know, it was some uh, 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 Kirk Cousin was some cut. Yeah, oh, exactly. Well, he, wasn't. he was perfectly fine. He was. Cat Burglar Kirk at his greatest. <laughs> Stealing money because he's not as good as they think they is, and they got a pen because they don't have another choice, 
and he throws three interceptions. Man, the Minnesota Vikings are fraud. And if they let us in this tournament, which we control our own destiny now, all we got to do is beat Detroit and we in. If we play like this, if we play like this, hey, all best is off. Great win today. Go, Pat, go. How you like us now, ESPN, and everybody else have been talking trash about Green Bay. How you like us now? Dominant performance. What you got to say about that? I'm out. Well, I, I, I dig the uh, the uh, wrestling announcer vibes. Um, yeah, no, it's it's it ju- it's just going to feel so good this week, in all honesty, because there's so many people that had so much to say. Everybody had to run their mouth. Everybody had to run their mouth. The, vi- the, the Packers didn't play anybody. They didn't beat anybody. The Rams, the 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 uh, the Bears. The concussed Tua, and uh, now we play the well. The Vikings are fr- first of all. It doesn't even matter with the amount of games that we've played. But like you said, it's not just you can't call this luck. Even if the Vikings are frauds, okay, so what? The only thing that means is that the Vikings are on the level of the Packers. They're about a seven-ish, eight-ish win team, right? We just blew them out of the water. There's nothing you can say. There's nothing you can say anymore. And that's the best part about all of it, because I, I, I've heard so many excuses. I mean, we even heard a couple from like Romo and the crew. Well, you know, the injuries that they had on offensive line, you know, sometimes that's all it takes. Sorry, that doesn't account for a, uh, what, 38-point loss? Again, I'm not counting those last two touchdowns. When our third-string defense was on the field, I didn't even know that Corey Ballantine, I didn't even know he was still on the team. I haven't heard that guy's name, what, since preseason I don't know when I where did he even come from I don't know he was even ready to dress so what your your center goes out and your tackle goes out and so you so, so that's just what happens you know we lost David Bakhtiari right we didn't lose by 40 because <laughs> Bakhtiari goes out who happens to be much better than Brian O'Neill you know how much offensive line shuffling the Packers have been through the last two years I don't care I don't want to hear it What's the excuse for Joe? Well, he, 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 the, it was slippery out there, a little slippery. Really? How many routes did he run? 30? How many times did he fall down? What, did he fall down 30 times? Is he an idiot or what? There is no excuse when you lose by this much. There's nothing. There's nothing you can say. You can't call the Packers frauds. You can't call them uh, lucky. You can't blame it on injuries. 40 points is 40 points, dude. Call it 30 points. Doesn't matter. You win by 20 points. That's a blowout. You win by 15 points. That's a hefty win. 15 to 30? That's a stomping. You know what else is funny? And I hate to... I should just let you guys take this, but it's occurring to me, so I'm going to say it. Think how much coping is going on, primarily with Bears and Vikings fans, pretending they're happy. Vikings fans are, are, are cuddling with their record at night, knowing full well that the third best team in the NFC North stand no chance in the playoffs and are headed for certain destruction in their future because they have nothing to look forward to aside from Justin Jefferson, who's already on the team. They're not headed upward. They're headed downward. 
and the Chicago Bears pretending that what they're watching isn't an eminent disaster. And somehow, even if they get a first-round pick, somehow that's going to rectify them getting blown out by 30 every week. Yeah, that ought to do it. Go get some pass rusher. That'll, that'll, that'll help our quarterback get more than 70 yards in a football game. <laughs> you bunch of dummies. You suck. You suck. You suck. You really, really suck. And I don't care. You can have the first five picks, Chicago, and you're not going to be jack squat next year. But there's there's so much. You know that meme with like the wearing the smiling mask and there's like angry and crying, angry cry face underneath it. That's both of those. Oh, I yeah, right. Scoreboard. Look at the record. Uh, number one, we didn't want to win that game anyways. We wanted to lose so we can get the first overall pick. It's better for our franchise. We're at Justin Fields. We're going to run the North. You guys, as soon as Rodgers leaves, which is hilarious, as soon as Rodgers leaves, you guys are you're done. Bro, have you seen our team? The only thing that's not working is the passing. What are you talking about? There's nothing left for Packers haters. Nothing left. The only single thing left. Is yeah, well, you're, you're, if, even if you get in, you're going to lose, just like always. Aw, shucks. Aw, shucks. We're going to get in, like every year, while you watch on your couch? Yeah, you got me there. Da, 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 da. Go, bang, go. Da, 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 da. Go, bang, go. Da, 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 da. Go, bang, go. Yes, sir. Had a call back. <laughs> I'm done now. <laughs> <sighs> it's great because I, I just, I, I feel what you're feeling right now. Everybody's, you don't even need to explain it. Everybody's feeling it right now. It feels so good. It feels so good. we will do a couple more calls. We'll get out of here. Hey, caller number five here. Hey. Uh, you know how I used to do accents uh, when I called in every time? Let yes. Let me try an impression real quick. All right. Uh, oh, Wow. So uh, four games in a row, who have you beaten? I mean, you beat a terrible Bears, a terrible Rams team. Uh, you beat a concussed Tua Tagovailoa. Mm-hmm. You beat a, a you know Kirk Cousins, uh, who, who, who I know we picked them to win, and we said they're better in every statistical category. Right. But you know they're frauds. We know right. they're frauds, <laughs> right. even though we didn't know that last week when right. we picked them to win. Uh, they're, they're absolutely frauds. Okay, and now you're going to go to Detroit, and I bet you Detroit's going to uh, going to beat you, even though you're at home actually, and and even though Detroit has looked awful in most games. Uh, it doesn't matter because Detroit's going to win 100%. And then when you beat them, uh, 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 it's because, oh, my God, who did you beat? Jared Goff. <laughs> Jared Goff, really? And then when you beat the 49ers in the playoffs, oh, oh who did you beat? Uh, Brock Purdy. <laughs> Brock Purdy. Like, how long is it going to go? Until- well, it's funny because, well, here's the thing. Well, you know, I'll let you finish. Will they uh, actually give us any credit? Anyway, uh, this was a shellacking um, to use a, a, a more PG term so that you don't have to bleep anything. <laughs> I gave up but, on uh, that. I just think it's funny. You have a chance to eliminate your rival. Um, you have a chance to lock up the two seed with a chance at the one seed. You um, you come out, and this is the performance yeah. your team gives. Uh, yeah. At this point, um, whatever happens, happens, man. I'm just really happy with that Packers performance. That was amazing. Uh, good stuff, man. <laughs> Vikings, <laughs> a bunch of losers. <laughs> anyway, have a good one. And that, and again, that, there's another excuse you can't use. Well, the Vikings didn't have anything to play for. Yes, they did. In fact, afterwards, they showed a graphic of all the teams that can still get the number one seed. Guess who wasn't on that list? Because they lost the Vikings. That's who. But you're right. And 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 the thing is, they they did this with Miami. 
Exactly what you were describing. Miami was the most electric offense in football. The Packers can't handle it. Aaron Rodgers can't play in Florida. Blah, 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 blah. And then we beat Miami, and it's, oh, concussion. Okay, what about the Vikings? Oh, yeah, the Vikings. There was that, again, the ESPN, there was lady on there saying the, the Vikings are better offensively, defensively, special teams. Kirk Cousins is better than Rodgers. Everything's better. Again, wildly inaccurate. But still, that was the claim. They're not going to beat the Vikings. And yeah, you're right. Well, I, Kirk Cousins was playing like garbage, and the field was wet. I just saw now that's a big conspiracy theory, that the Packers watered down the field to make it slippery before the game. Just nonsense. And and you're right. If they play the Lions, trash football team, they had an easy road into the playoffs. They had the easiest path in history. The Miami should have beat them, but they had a concussion. And the Vikings are frauds, and Jared Goff and the Lions are a complete joke. Um they have no talent. Yeah, you're right. If we beat the 49ers, that will be the narrative. It's Brock Purdy. It's Aaron Rodgers versus Brock Purdy. This is the easiest path to the Super Bowl that any team has ever had in history, which of course is completely false and completely opposite. To come from where they came from just to get into the playoffs is an unbelievable feat. And the fact that they're trying to spin this to make it seem like this is an easy road, like they've had it easier than everybody else, is such an unbelievable twisting of reality. It's it's If it was a movie, nobody would watch it because it's too stupid. Or they would just call it a Fast and Furious movie and everybody would watch it. Unbelievable. Jersey Mike, one more call, and then we're going to run. So, uh... <laughs> uh... The Vikings are garbage. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, it's Jersey Mike. The Vikings are such trash. I mean, they beat us in the beginning of the season. The first game of the year, and they got... Do you remember that, how many clips I played? What about week one? What about week one? What about... What about week one? How many months ago was that? What are you talking about, what about week one? And what even happened? Like I said, they didn't score any points in week one. 23 points. Oh, Justin Jefferson, they lit him up. No, they didn't. They didn't do anything. 23 points is garbage. Your defense, which is last in the league, is the reason you won that game, coupled with the fact that the Packers' offense didn't exist. There was no offense until week 10 of the season. Week one, you morons. Who cares? So cocky. And then we come around and we show them what it's like to actually be good. Right. And it's really freaking hilarious because no matter how many times I watch this game, I will still tell you that Aaron Rodgers is garbage. <laughs> but let me say this. Matt Worm has been listening to us because we've been telling him to run the ball. Yeah. That's how we won today. I yeah. mean, it wasn't just running the ball, right? It was the defense playing light out. I don't, I don't count this two touchdowns in the fourth quarter garbage time when the second string is on the field. Right. Don't care. Right? right. The defense shot them out. Yep. Three points. That's all you get is three points on this gun. And, and again, literal shutout because the only points they had, only legitimate points were three points that they got when they started in the, f- inside the five. That's it. That's it. 
And they should have gotten negative points. They should have had points deducted because if you start that far down the field and you can't get in, I'm sorry. We just take the ball from you because you suck. This Packers defense, oh, my God. The Vikings fans have got to be losing their minds right now. But Keyshawn Nixon, I, I want to tell you, man, wherever you came from, I know you never you never done kick returns before, but thank God you followed Rich Bisaccia. Rich Bisaccia has to be up for some kind of honors for the kind of turnaround that this team has had. I am so ecstatic. This is what I'm looking forward to. We're going to go to the playoffs, maybe go to the Super Bowl, and it would be a miracle if we win it because it would be so beautiful for Aaron Rodgers to retire and we can actually oh. see Jordan Love play and actually have a good football team. <laughs> I wasn't going to take it there, but... <laughs> but, but anyway, let's enjoy this win. Go Pack Go. No, I, but listen, I'm, I'm, I'm getting in my feels a little bit. It's, it's, they're still not at the top. They're still not where the 49ers are. They're not where all these other teams are. But again, the, the, the gap between where the Packers were and where they are is a bigger gap, in my opinion, where, than where they are and getting to be the, the, the best team in football. Wait a minute. They started on, it was on the one-yard line? It was on the one? Ow! <laughs> and they lost a yard. They kicked a field goal on fourth and two. So literally, the only points in this game for the Vikings, three points when they started at the one-yard line and lost a yard, and then nothing the entire game until two garbage-time touchdowns against when, when we pulled our defensive starters. That's it. And in one of those plays, it was Kirk Cousins against our backups. He's launching bombs to wide-open guys because our backups, again, have never played before. <laughs> they've never played in a game before. So yeah, they're a little confused on their assignments. So it's just nothing but blown coverages. Anyways, y'all, uh, we've got quite a few calls left. Please keep them coming in. Um, get your get your thoughts, put them out there, and we're going to have some fun, man. This is going to be a good one. You guys have a good night. I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye-bye. <laughs>